it's Friday the 13th and this is my daily update. Everything's better, everything's better, you see everything's better. I want to take you back to when I was a teenager in the 80s. There was a film came out around about 1981, 1982 and it was called E.T. Now E.T. changed my life because there was a famous scene in that film where there was some boys on some BMX bikes and they took E.T. on a journey which ended up with them flying into the sky through the, through the moon and uh, it was amazing. Well that really brought BMX to the mainstream. After that, BMX went crazy. So I was 12 years old and I had to get into BMX biking. So uh, my stepdad at the time, we went on the free ads, the yellow pages, which you may remember, and we bought a second-hand bike. It had aluminium wheels, really, really heavy, and I think it was called a Piranha. Um, horrible, old, heavy bike, cast aluminium wheels. So I then um, started to go down our local skate park, which we were very lucky, because in Portsmouth, there was a skate park called Southsea Skate Park, and it had bowls and rinks and uh, lots of flat areas to ride bikes. It was originally uh, built in the 70s for um, skateboarding, but obviously skateboarding died out, and BMXing took over, BMX Freestyle. So I used to go down the, the skate park and practice, first of all at the weekends, and I got better and better. Then, um, I think this bike lasted about a month before I broke it, because going down the bowls, jumping out the bowls, the aluminium wheels just shattered. So I upgraded, got a better bike. Um, and then I just practiced and practiced and um, yeah every day of my life I ended up down there I hated school uh, in fact I used to bunk off school to practice so by the time I was 13 14 I was getting really good and in South Sea there was a, uh, a, a competition called King of the Skate Parks and it was all the local BMXers and also the national skate parks all came down to this one competition and we all took part together. And I was probably 14 at a time. And um, I went in there, did my stuff, and guess what? I won for my age group. And at the time, um, there was a, uh, a brand called Skyway and they were a global BMX freestyle and racing brand. And they spotted me. So they, they paid attention to what I was doing. And about six months later, I went into a competition in Bristol called the British Amateur Freestyle Championships. I went in there for my age group and I won. So from that moment onwards, I ended up sponsored by Skyway. They gave me two bikes, one for freestyle, one for ramps. They gave me all the beautiful uh, clothing, you know, lovely Bell motorbike helmet, Bell Moto 4, which we were sponsored by, Vans tennis shoes, which we were sponsored by. You know, it was brilliant. Um, best years of my life. Um, so, you know, after that, yeah, sponsored by Skyway, then I used to go in, I was probably 14, 15 years old, started to get into um, 
national competitions, traveling around the country. I think my age group was 14 plus expert. And uh, I think uh, in 1985, 86, I was second in England for doing BMX freestyle, you know, tricks on the ground, ramps. I was a good all-rounder. I wasn't brilliant at one thing, I was good at everything. Um, but yeah, that, that was a really good part of my life. You know, it took it made me focus. I think this really started me onto my entrepreneurial journey because I knew I was practicing every day. You know, my mum was pretty easy with me. You know, if I didn't want to go to school, she used to write me a note to say, oh, Nicholas ain't very well today. And I used to get my bike. I used to do the morning session in the skate park, 10 to 12. Then I used to do the afternoon one, two to four, and then the evening one, six to eight. Every day of my life, riding that bike, riding the board bowls. Some of the tricks were really dangerous, and I used to fall off all the time. But guess what? Like being an entrepreneur, the more you fall off, the more you learn, until you get it absolutely perfect, you keep going. And that's what I did every single day. Practice, practice, practice. Higher the aerials, the more dangerous the tricks, the more I wanted to learn it. And um, yeah, and I did some uh, TV commercials. I did a Doritos Crisp uh, commercial in the 80s uh, for American TV. I did a kids television show called Splash in the 80s. Um, I did a, another advert for a, another Chris company. So yeah, it really kept me busy, really focused, kept me off the straight, you know, kept me off, you know, going off doing bad things, you know, you know, like some of my mates were, not focusing, getting up to no good, drink, partying hard but that did come later on so when I um, when I hit sort of 17 years old and I started to look at girls and drinking and my focus sort of went um, that's when I really took my eye off the ball and sorry to say I sort of started to give up on my bike which I shouldn't have done so in uh, 1987 I sort of retired from BMXing because I thought I was too old it was going out of date and I wanted to move on and really for the next sort of 10 years I didn't really do much uh, apart from dream and thinking oh this time next year I'm going to be a millionaire when I wasn't actually really doing anything uh, lots of my buddies who um, stayed in the sport all became world champions they all you know, maybe three or four years after I retired, X Games started. And I've got mates who became world champions and they stayed in the sport and they're still in the sport now, not riding, but managing. And they, they created their own brands and um, they've got a team of riders who ride for them. And some of them are millionaires in their own right. You know, one of my buddies, a very good friend of mine, he's got a bike company, he's probably worth five or six million he collects supercars now when I go around his house he's got like a Lamborghini Aventador brand new he's got a, a Ford GT you know the new version he's got a Lamborghini Contash all in his garage all from the winnings and the investments he's made from BMXing um, 
I went to some reunion at the House of Vans uh, last year, last summer, and uh, all the world's top BMXers were there, all in their sort of 40s and 50s. It was brilliant. I've got an amazing picture which I'll stick up there. It's me in a lineup of around about 20 guys Bob Harrow, uh, Carlo Griggs, uh, Scott Freeman, Matt Hoffman. Oh God, Every, everyone you can imagine is in, in this lineup. And guess what? Little old me is on the end. It was amazing, you know. Really, really cool. Um, yeah, so that's um, that was my journey in BMX. I shouldn't have given up, you know, and that's a good uh, a lesson to learn. Never give up, keep going and going and going. You know, I try and tell my daughter, she's amazing at golf. She's 14 years old, but guess what? She can't be bothered. She'd rather be on her phone or talking to her mates because she's probably talking to boys now and they're not focusing on what they should do. She's that good, she could be sponsored. She could be sponsored. So in two or three years time, she could have had a deal with Nike, earning money, semi-professional when she's sort of 18 years old and you know traveling the world, but guess what? She doesn't want to do it. She, she, she hasn't got that drive like I had. Um, yeah, so BMXing, amazing part of my life, you know, I reminisce about it all the time, I saw some old photos in an album yesterday, this is what triggered this, uh, this uh, video today, but I'll put up some poster uh, pictures, and uh, they're really cool, you know, I had long hair, blonde long hair, good looking kid I was, I must admit, people used to think I was a little girl, because I had a long blonde hair like a Californian kid. Um, but listen, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, like, share it with other people. Uh, and uh, then my next one, my next uh, video is gonna be around about my, about my uncle. Um, I've got a very famous uncle, sadly passed away eight years ago, called Lionel Jeffries. And if you uh, have ever seen Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, he played Grandpa Potts in that, where Lionel is my dad's brother. You know, he played a big part of my life growing up, all his films on TV, so I'm very, very proud. So I'll, I'll do a, a video about him uh, next. Uh, anyway, have a great uh, Friday, be positive, and uh, I'll speak to you soon.